Tom. Welcome back to another podcast from Nobody Cares About Dad. This week, still joined by AD. As ever. As ever, as ever. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm really good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, obviously, you can see the title and you can see the picture in the background. So a little bit more of a serious one tonight than the usual lives. We've obviously... Usually we're talking about something stupid going on in the world, but yeah, look, obviously what, what happened and actually we took, we touched on this the other day, AD, when we, with the little video that we did about the Euro final and the sort of backlash beyond that. So yeah, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it, it needs, it needs talking about, it needs this, this platform. I mean, it has several thousand platforms, but you know, we need to spread the, the more spo- spoken about the better. hundred percent. Yeah. The more people, the more people talk about it, the more people, Make it less of a taboo. Exactly, mate. Exactly. The better. The better, actually. Um, so, yeah. So, look, tonight we have two guests. Uh, we've got Alan Ross, who's... Who, actually, we were due to come on with Alan anyway, because his story is really interesting. But with obviously what happened on Sunday night, or on the back of Sunday night, with the with the lads being abused by... Idiots. Yeah. Let's call them. Let's call them what they are. We thought. Let's tie it in. Let's do the live and let's just have a chat. So, um, uh, and then we got Daz. Did I say Daz? Did I mention Daz? You forgot to mention Daz, but he'll remind you of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Alan, how are you doing, mate? Hi, evening, evening. I'm good. It's a shame that you brought me on the more serious. <laughs> I thought you was going to bring me on and have a bit of banter but um, I, I got, got that serious look about me so everyone always thinks I'm that serious and uh, <laughs> here we go I'm looking forward to um, to talking about um, the topic tonight yeah well look I mean we'll, there's we'll always... get you back on don't you worry yeah I'm going to say there's always there's always room for a little one on the good, the, good. The, the live the live one um, and yeah let's just let's just bring Daryl in as well hello welcome they got always got room for a little one and one with a big head. That's what they said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daz. Um, Daz. Daz is the is, is pretty much been around every club in non-league. So, be good for him to give his view on what he's seen as as it as he's been around. Absolutely, mate. Been around. Good to see you, Alan. By the way, you too, mate. You too. It's quite weird, actually, Daz. Um, I was listening to a podcast walking my dog the other night and uh, something about your Armani jeans back in the day. I don't know if you've had this, I've had quite a few people contact me, says, get on my podcast, get on my platform and answer back what was said. That's okay, what they all well, want. Well, listen, bigger men, now, a bigger man just walks away. Yeah. So... so so look, Alan, diving straight in. So look, we'll, we'll touch on what happened, or uh, what's happening in uh, you know the wider, the wider story about what's happening. But look, really interested just just to hear your experience and what, how you know, not how it got started for you because obviously being people of colour, it's never really started or ended. It's just always been that way. But what was talk to us about your experience and how you got onto talking about the issue the issue at hand um it was more a case of not talking about it and the more that you don't actually talk about it the less people know yeah and my initial thoughts were who's the worst people out there 
the racists or the people that say they don't know about it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of the most craziest things I've realised over recent years is people don't want to approach you to talk about race because they feel it's a stigma and they probably don't feel that they have the right to discuss this point with you. But actually, it's a great point and it can lead to so much about life. Um, and unfortunately, with me being in the in the press over the last year or so, um, I did actually regret um, talking about it at one point because wherever I went, everyone's talking to you about it. So it went from not talking about it to talk about it all the time. And now I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased the way that Sunday went, which I'm sure we'll touch on, because this is the best platform. Without me trying, I'm I'm no um, I'm no figure. I'm not a professional footballer. Um, so it's difficult for someone like myself, just a normal, ordinary guy, to try to leverage this conversation. So what's happening now in the world, and as you said earlier, it's a great time now to talk about it because some of the things I would have probably said a month ago, people would probably say that it's untrue. Yeah. So now it's a perfect time to go, actually, it was inevitable. This was going to happen. And um, I just have my head in my hands just thinking i know what's coming now yeah it's, it's amazing isn't it, how you can watch it so anything you, you can almost predict you have that feeling everyone does and like you said it's that lack of education i think people were like right something's coming something's going to happen right what do we do we're hard under a blanket we'll pretend it's not happening that actually makes it worse actually yeah. makes it worse because it's not educated it's not being spoken about properly and that that's the thing. It's the, I think the punishments are yeah. good and you know good enough. I don't think it's. I, I, I just don't think it's. There's nothing in in place to deal with it. And you know, much to kind of touching on what Alan has just started his opening comment. Who's worse? I think I've been a little bit naive to it because not being racist myself is you just think that it does it exist? Does it not exist? Is it you know? Is it, it, it for many years? And then to see it recently blow up the way it has you know not, not just from the george floyd things or anything else like that where obviously the movement started itself but it's it's yeah it's it's something i mean I, I, as people know alan alan is a good mate of mine and uh it was me that i was we, we opened this conversation up just a 15 minute thing didn't we mate when he when he came to see me that day and and we bounced a few ideas together and you think wow just it just kind of bit, bit opened my eyes mate really so yeah, I'm, I was keen to jump on here as well and, and and listen to to your story and you know any anything that you think as well education wise it needs to be done. Yeah, it's it's hard though, isn't it? Because I mean, you all hear this yourself, Alan. People will say, "Oh, it's, and people say it to me." You know, uh, it's not as bad as it used to be. It's definitely not as bad <laughs> as it used to be. And I'm like, how do you know? Like, you've never experienced it. It's, it's and do you know what the ironic thing is? It's never black or brown or asian people telling me it's never as bad as it used to be it's always i know that's true it's always white people that tell me that it's not as bad as it used to be and i'm like i've grown up with it and you almost become you become numb to it like you hear things that you people will have will have said to you over the over the years that you just uh, it is what it is and but it's only when you grow up and you realize you maybe it's becomes of maturity something happened to me right when we was at 
I, I won't name the I won't name the club and I won't name the person, but you know, I had I had a nickname as a kid at, at, a, at a professional club that I was at, and it wasn't me and Aidy went to do a podcast at that club. So I'm sure people can guess where it is where it's now. Very recently, and I was driving there thinking. My nickname, right, was B Bobba Luba. Right? The coach gave me that nickname, B Bobba Luba. <laughs> Everyone else had custard, pasty. I was B Bobba Luba. And I was like, is that racist? Is that like is that mildly racist that that that, that was accepted as my nickname uh, as a eleven year old? Outrageous, yeah. Yeah, it's obviously outrageous by today's standard, but back then it was obviously normal but i think the the one good thing that's come from all of all of this is that a lot more people are having the confidence to stand up and say nah not put either i'm not putting up with that anymore because i've seen loads of people of people of color that have said no we're not we're not we're not having this anymore people that have remained silent for a long long time on this topic Mm. through fear of upsetting people or confrontation or arguments at work people are now saying no no no, i'm not having that anymore you can't you can't say that you can't call me that um and then on the other side people who aren't who haven't experienced it are standing up and saying that this has to change i think on the back of the week i feel sorry i feel maturity was that word that you just mentioned Mm. you get to a stage in your in your life where you just think you know what um, I'm not going to lose my job over saying what I want to say because what I want to say is my experience that's yeah. happening to me and how I see it. So then you just feel as though you just want to go rah and just get everything out. And I was the same probably as you. You just feel that you've grown up with an acceptance of the colour of your skin will always um, potentially put you in danger it will potentially put you as an outsider. You know that being black isn't a fair race. We know that. But you don't always want to say that to people because it's also that you worry that that won't be an acceptance. Mm. And another thing um, that I was just thinking about earlier was a lot of the time I've never mentioned anything because it's the race card. Remember that old one? Yeah. It's a race card. So you just don't bother saying anything because it's actually easier to not open up a can of worms to then try to prove and defend yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not heard anyway. And it's almost if you've got no evidence, there's nothing we can do. So it's just let's just roll with normal life. Yeah. So you you start learning to be like Marco said, you become numb to it. You start just going, yeah, whatever. Like Like I said, it becomes the norm for you to accept. And that's how it's been. That is, is you, you come across certain things. Um, I don't know. You know when you're probably a bad example, but you're you're driving down the street. You're right away, but you pull over and let someone else pass you, and they don't put your hand up. Yeah. You're ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> that's because of the colour of my skin. Mm. But that's how it feels. If yeah. you know what I'm saying he didn't put his hand up to me because I'm black. <laughs> yeah, but these yeah. things happen, and you just think, just let it slide, just let it slide, you know. But for me, yeah. on a personal note, I just feel I've got nothing to lose now. And with these races, um, things that come out social media, 
it's show, showing the true light of how big the issue is. Yeah. Um, I think it's gone full soon. Can, I, can I give you can I give you boys a stat that was released yesterday, right? That YouGov did a, a, a survey across Europe and just bringing it into football. Ninety mm. percent of fans in Britain think racism actually does remain in football. Yeah. But in England alone, only fifty-four percent think it's a serious issue. Only fifty-four percent. Just, just, uh, just for throwing an idea around to to talk about. I, I've, I've been, not recently, but I've been. I was a season ticket holder at United for a long time, for many years. And the the shit that you hear on the on the terrace by your own fans is horrific. I remember being, and it, it wasn't until like the last season. So I must have been. What, what am I now? 36. I was probably 32. So I'm at a position in my life where I'm, I'm not going to put up with idiots. I'm not going to put up with nonsense. And but whereas as, as, a, as a younger man, I might have just ignored well, In fact, I did. I just ignored it. I remember being stood when United were playing Tottenham, Tottenham at home. And there's some guy ne next to me yelling racist abuse at Adebayor. Right? And I just turned around to him and went, are you, are you, fucking, are you serious, man? Uh, and he was like, oh, it's not you. It's him. I was like, no, no, no mate. No. It's not, that's not. And then I nearly I started having a scrap with him. But you're like, this is your own fans. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's proven this weekend, isn't it? The weekend's just gone. It's, it's, there's no loyalty. We say about like no. loyal fans and everything like that. No, it's uneducated. It's, it's people that have, there's no, there's no repercussion or, repercussion isn't as severe as it should be. Yeah. I know they're working on that. There's loads of petitions and that. But then you've got to think, is that going to resolve it? I, I think the punishments need to be to be addressed, but taking it all the way back, this this social media thing is it like it's a tool. And there are there it's a bad tool in the hands of certain idiots. I mean they've they've that's that's one thing that's nothing to do with education that could be clamped down on overnight, you know, like people making these accounts straight away. It, it, you can't change what the content of what they're saying in the head, which is ridiculously vile. I'll, I'll, honestly, I'm ridiculous. It's awful. But what they can do is stop putting it out there. That that They are giving them, like they said, a platform to do this. It's intensifying it. So that's got to be the first thing, surely, where, you know, like setting up an account needs – a driving license so it actually tags you and you know in that terms and conditions of that account that if you and it's it, just going off there's a bigger picture than racism and i know that's what this is about tonight but whether it be homophobia or anything whatever it may be but if if that person decides to go and spurt their mouth you know under alcohol a lot of the time i think that's a fair fair thing to say i think people think they're brave and think they're funny and clever um but that, that that's got to be a first point for me. They've got to they've got to address that. Yeah, we we've talked about the, uh, <clears throat> this a lot, AD, uh Daz on the podcast where we talk, we say that I, I don't understand how in today's <clears throat> society, day and age, that you can be non-accountable for these social media accounts. And like you said, no. it's a bigger issue than racism. But we're talking about racism right now. But how it, I can set up an account tomorrow with your name, yeah, your pictures, mm -hmm. and just abuse. Alan, that's what I'm it's saying. Just like, just like that, without any consequences. 
but it's just yes, giving, it, yes, it's giving a yes, voice, it's, not even a voice. It's like it's it's giving a a little man, a little idiot, a massive voice. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's 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 out there for you know millions and thousands. Do you know what the worst thing these social media companies did with with the comments? Allow yeah. you to like them, because now people just make comments to get likes, and that's all they're doing. They're chasing likes, and they'll say the most stupid, most audacious things. Yeah, to draw just, attention. Oh, look at this! This one got four thousand likes. Look at that comment. That's what we said the other night, didn't we? We said about mm. this: you can post something purely based on getting likes. And that's then all of a sudden you are, mm. you know, you're out there. You're top of everyone's list. You, Denzel Washington did a, wow. a massive article on that. There's a video clip on YouTube about that, where, you know, just digressing slightly, but how, you know, the only thing that ever used to matter to anybody was being liked by the person in front of you. And now it's like, like you said, it's attention seeking. It's want to be liked and attention. And like I said, for the, for the wrong reasons, for the wrong reasons. Alan, what happened to you? Talk to us about your story uh, with, with, was it Pinchback? Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was at I'll the football. Right, See you soon, Eddie. Catch you in a bit. Cheers, Eddie. I was at Pinchbeck for um, I can't remember five years, something like that. Um, we had a fantastic time. Went from step seven football to step five. Um, probably all a bit too soon, but that's by the by. Um, I left the football club. Um, went to watch them play. Um, and was racially abused by one of the fans that always used to come to the games before. Had um, some issues with him before. Is well known for being racist in the area, and um, yeah, he just he in. I was stood next to my old chairman, and the guys come in to the stadium, and I'm stood literally next to the chairman, shoulder to shoulder, and he said, "I see, I see, you've let a wog fan." into the stadium that's awful and i just said to the chairman and he's walked off and i've just gone did he really just and he's just <laughs> gone yeah yeah and the, what did the chairman do what, what was the repercussion um the chairman doesn't know how to deal with confrontation just not in his DNA to be able to deal on the spot with something, um, or even if it's not on the spot, he's just that guy that lets somebody else do it, please. Um, so he did nothing. I said to him, are you going to eject him out of the stadium? He's then thinking there's just going to be a commotion. There's um, a, the subs are warm, are warming up right in front of us so they can see what's happening. Yeah. Um, so he was going to do nothing. So I turned around, went over to the guy. Said, What's the problem just because of the colour of my skin? What have I ever done to you? And I was boiling. So I went from uh, probably 30 seconds of being gobsmacked to just wanting to knock his head off. Yeah. Um, the most gutting thing about it was, wasn't actually the chairman. It was the fact that um, a family friend and the father of, <laughs> Um, one of the players was actually there, saw it all, heard it all, didn't and act. didn't didn't do anything. Nobody in the vicinity did anything, and it was just like the ground just sort of swallowed me up. Um, talk, moving on, um, on probably in different subjects, which we could always come back to. In disbelief, I've left the stadium. 
Um, went to Spalding Police Station. Didn't realise that it was closed. So I've called, the, called, is it 101 or whatever the number is? Give the police a call. Because I'm thinking now my wife is going to kill me if I go home. She's expecting me to be coming back later. I've come back in an upset state because I've been racially abused and um, I've done nothing about it. So I ring the police and the police say, we've got a patrol car um, in the vicinity. Go back to the stadium, wait outside the stadium if you don't feel that you're in any danger and the police car will be there by the time you get there. Yeah. So I then, it's probably two or three minutes drive, so I drove back and uh, police cars come in. It's like, great timing, great, we'll, we'll get this sorted. I'll just, just report him. Police car drove past me. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. Um, so I'm waiting and waiting, 10 minutes gone by. Police car comes back. So, and I wave at the police thinking they probably don't know who I am. So I'm trying to get their attention just drove past me. So we waited for about 40, 45 minutes, nothing. So I start driving home, then eventually they ring me. Um, they, the police sort of met me in a lay-by and pretty much said, there's nothing they can do. It's a civil matter, nothing they can do. Mm. So I'm in the police car going, right. But if I'd have hit him. Yeah. yeah. This is actually what I was about to bring up. You'd be arresting me now. Yeah. I've tried to do the right thing in reporting it, but you're telling me there's physically nothing you can do. And that's when, and I don't know, you probably checked or people watching this will probably check. I'm not that social uh, media savvy. I'm not on it regular. Um, but that's when I just put a little video out there because I was gobsmacked. Didn't realise it was going to go viral. You don't realise at the time. And... Um, the FA called me, um, sorry, messaged me that night. Um, then the newspapers was was calling me, and obviously the the video is being retweeted, and it went out to thousands and thousands of people. It wasn't until so this was a Saturday. It wasn't until I think it was the Tuesday. I'd heard nothing back from the police, nothing, and BBC Links called me and interviewed me. And they wanted me to go to their studio um, in Lincoln. But, um, and I think actually, Daz, this is probably the day that we met, I yeah. think. Um, and they interviewed me. And within an hour of that interview going, being broadcasted, I had one of the police chiefs call me to say, um, do you want to make a, an official complaint? And I said, I don't understand. What do you mean an official complaint? You said you can't do anything. No, no, no that's not quite right. So it took about another four or five days until they got back in touch and wanted an interview. And this is the thing. This is why black people don't bother reporting stuff. Because I can tell you from my own experience, it's not an opinion, it's it's an experience. Mm. Yeah. The police do not care. Yeah. They don't. And to that, if that's an accusation. I'd love this podcast to be sent back to the police for them to go on their file and see how they acted. How they Not only that, since then, I didn't hear anything. And then I heard that they went and had a, that was it, they said they had a word with him, a strong word. 
That's seriously. They've ruled me and said they've had a strong word. Then they've asked me to now go into the Boston police station, make um, an official statement. And I'm like, well, you took one when I reported it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a new officer. He's a new officer. We need we need more detail. So this is all, all going off, and I'm getting more frustrated and just thinking, Alan, why? Why? Why didn't you just go home that night and not say anything to anybody like you normally would? Um, and all the way to the point where I believe he got charged and there's a court case. Um, November oh, wow. the 12th. Didn't know that. Yeah. Daz, neither did I. Oh, wow. Because, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, we've, that's we've obviously exciting. had a very brief conversation about this, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, but I, I mean, you didn't tell me then. So I just, that's why I was just a bit shocked by you telling me that thinking, well, you never told me that. I didn't, I didn't know Crazy. until, until the, um, until a newspaper reporter wrote me to say, could you comment on the, the issue going to court? And I said, no, no, sorry. Um, with him being charged. I don't know what you mean. And he said, I said, well, how do you know? Did the police ring you? And, and they said, the report said, no, no, if you go onto the Lincolnshire Police website, it sort of updates itself daily or something mm -hmm. like that. Because well, that's that's how victims should find out about their punishment. Yeah. Isn't it? Honestly, Margaret, but they interrogated me. When I went in, the interview must have lasted two hours. And to the point where you're just like, I'll never do this ever again. You try yeah. to be supportive for your race. And at that point, you feel that you're not Martin Luther King. You're just representing black people and, you, and the youth of today. And you want to stand up and go, this is the right thing, reporting it. The FA, by bearing in mind, are exactly the same. FA wasn't interested, but also, not was they not interested? They didn't know how to deal with it. I think that's the big thing, isn't it? Is just that they, they they don't know how to deal with it. That that's evident in everything. I mean, going back to the the a couple of years ago, the John Terry and um, Ferdinand issue. Um, I can't remember his name. Rio's brother. I can't remember. Anton. It's, Anton it's, Ferdinand. it's interesting that they jumped on it when it was starting to go viral. Then yeah, that's it. Well, yeah, that's it. When, when it becomes when, it, when that snowball is is grown and it's rolling, and they're yeah. thinking, "Hang on a minute, let's." Uh, Let's act now, otherwise we're going to look bad. Which it, it's a shame it took that, mate. That's yeah. really sad. Yeah, but, but everyone's supportive yeah. at that point. But it's then what happens beyond that is what what is so. Yeah, okay. Someone might get a ban. Someone might get a fine. But what happens? Where's the where's the education beyond that? There isn't any. It's just like wrap on the knuckle, look like you say. We'll have a serious conversation with him. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Alan. Right. So in terms of like witness reports of that, I mean, people people heard that. Did they submit a report? Because the, with things like that, it's always it, he says, she says. Is there any evidence, any proof? Is it there? Is isn't there? Not just re any what anybody says. You know, if I, I could, I could say something completely off topic today, as we're back in the day when we were estate agents, and you could report it, and then I could say it never said it. You, you know where I'm going with it. So I, I just want to know. So the the chairman's heard it. You've asked him. Did he just say what I think he said? And he's gone. Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm yeah, kind of uh, did. Did he submit a report? Did he did he witness that? I, I genuinely I don't know. All I can answer you is the police and 
I, it's I not was me thinking... I'm not pointing the finger at him, no, no, by no, the way. No, no, I'm not, no, it's no. not me. Or no, no. I just want to know. I'm here. I'm here to answer every question. I've got nothing to hide. And I just wanted to say, I was going to say to you guys before we came on, shall I mention everything? Because they're, they're, they're taking him to court um, at the end yeah. of the year. But I've got no faith, so I'll answer every question faithfully. So please don't don't feel that you shouldn't ask me a question. But going back to it, to your question, Daz, the police never said, Mr. Ross, at this stage, it's an allegation that you've made about a member of the public. Mm -hmm. Like the newspapers frustrated me. All it was was alleged, alleged, even though the chairman said that he's heard it and he's, the guy's been banned, but it's still classed as alleged. Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. You get it. The police never said, Mr. Ross, could you tell me who was in the vicinity at the time? Just so we can gather evidence. So this is why I don't mind just telling you how it was. Because um, that says to me, if that question's not been asked to you, and if you're not aware of any witness thing, it's like, like you said, it's that night that it happened, it was just literally like, this will blow over. It'll go. This will go away. It's this. It, it, the wake up tomorrow, he'll forget about it because that's what, you know, a black man supposed to do as you said that's what you said you've become numb to it in all over these years and that's basically that that's how that's how i'm perceiving your story because that that's the first the first question is is i if i was a police officer attending that scene i'm walking to you and i'm saying right just explain to me you know without getting irate or anything like that obviously you calm the person down and say what has happened this evening and then the next question is was anybody present that, that's that's surely the first question, Alan, uh, and that, that's what that's why I'm just I'm just bewildered again. It's not pointing fingers. It's not me saying that the chairman should have stepped forward and said I've heard this, or it's not saying that it, it, I'm not trying to even say well there is a police failure there, but um, let them carry on doing their investigation, see where it goes. But I just I think there that, that that says to me that night that was completely just ah well we'll attend we'll make sure there's no trouble tonight, and then tomorrow is a new day. Yeah, that was going to be my question, actually, Alan. Do you, do you think when the police were dealing with it, were they actually concerned and bothered by what you were saying, or did it more feel like they were filling out paperwork and just doing a job? It felt like they wasn't doing the job. Right. As as we would perceive them to do their job. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah. yeah they've not yeah. gone through the right protocol. No, no, you could tell. Yeah. You, you could tell. You you felt you feel as you get experienced in life and you're speaking to someone in their presence, you know if they're listening to you or not. Mm. We're not in a we're in a virtual world now, aren't we? Yeah. You know, a, a year ago, eighteen months ago, whenever it was, we'd speak face to face and you would get someone's energy. There was nothing there to make me believe that there was even bothered in the in the slightest. And then you also think there's stuff going on, there's domestic violence, there's robberies, there's shootings, there's so many different major things going off in the world. And I'm just going there with a little bit of racism that I received. You know, that's how it felt. It just felt like, are you really coming to me with this? You know, when you, I don't know if you've got siblings, but you go to your mum and go, is it me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get away, you're all day, every day. Go away, sort it out yourselves. You'll be playing with each other in the next half an hour. It just felt like he was being fobbed, being fobbed off, and the communication after abysmal. I can't, I can't come onto your podcast and say, go to the police and report 
you racist incident. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm an honest guy. I can't give anybody that confidence. Well, certainly with Lincolnshire Police anyway. So just sure. reading another interesting fact there, right, just to bring this one up. They, they, they kick it out, right, I've, 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 I've said here that they, from the middle of like 2019 alone, they, 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 they're equating for it. They reckon that racist abuse is raised by 53% alone. Just for another set out there. That, there's obviously a, there's a massive issue here because there's more platforms, there's more campaigns, there's more what I thought, again, from the outside looking in, there's been more awareness, but still there's, it's failing, isn't it? Because if it, why, why is that rising? Why is that rising? That's is, is it rising though, or is are more people talking about it? Well, it said that's that's the stats. Kick it out said that racial that the racist abuse of the game has increased by fifty three percent since twenty nineteen. Since they've had a bit, what I think is is, is a bigger focus. I mean, there's the, you, you've got these banners here. There's the the no room for racism. There's kick it out. There's you, what there's multiple multiple different things. So you, why is it why there's more? awareness now why why are they why what because they're saying this is cases well the people the people are, it's mixed messaging from the from the very top daryl i mean you only have to look as far as what boris johnson and pretty patel if you look at the reaction yeah. from no, I, I agree and, i'm opening up to them. I'm, I'm not saying that yeah. that, that, that them then things are bad and that's what's leading to an increase i'm 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 just shocked at them stats it, it's it, it has to be like it's at the very very top of society isn't it it really is mm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's failing and it's... I think there's a bit of both there Daz but I don't think that necessarily it's a massive spike in people coming forward because in my opinion we've seen players like Raheem Sterling get it verbal abuse oh, no, no, I, it's not me saying it's not me they're saying the victims mate it's me saying the more awareness that they bring the more campaigns they've got to back everything to do with racism the more idiots seem to surface that's the way i'm going with this there's more yeah, yeah, idiots surfacing and giving it worse than ever but there's no there's no um consequence there isn't no consequence and if i get banned from going to watch my local club mm -hmm. i'm not banned from going to watch them on away games am i no no, no, and, and, um, I, and I completely concur with that because I've seen I travelled with England home and away for three and a half years, seen some unbelievable stuff, some awful stuff in in all words. And and again, the, the people that, are, that were supposedly, I remember being on a train from the Czech Republic to Poland and they're getting off three stops before because the ban from travelling and it's still there. So it, it, that doesn't work. The banning, the banning aspect doesn't work. No, and how do you police that? No, if it's face recognition as you go through the turnstile. Do you want me to tell you how they policed it? Do you want me to tell you exactly how they policed it? I remember being out there and there was a handful of Nottinghamshire police identified by the little point on the hat. And they are literally there looking for pockets of what we were, Forest fans, going to watch England, looking for the usual probable suspects that you know, are banned from travelling, banned from football. But there was there was loads for that going into too much but you know there's people like we're getting off here like oh you're three stops away from where we need to be oh yeah but we can't because they'll be there and we're banned and it's like well, you're already here and then you bump into them in the ground and you think wow okay and they're not banned and, just, and it's not racist the racism they're banned for they're banned for all sorts of things but even still yeah yeah they are and kick it out by the way troy townsend my phone rings 
I think it was the Monday morning, nine o'clock, and it was Troy Townsend. I was like, whoa. I was a bit starstruck because someone must have copied him in on a tweet or something. And he DM'd me and said, send me, send me your number. And then straight away I got this call. And I must have spoke to him three or four times. That guy's absolute legend. If anybody was to report racism and they managed to speak to Troy, great guy. But there's no power. Kick it out. Have no power. No. Okay. It's it's um it's it's um a campaign. It's out there. But what's frustrating me by being a football coach and a football fan? We talk about the pro game, but we don't talk about the root of the problem. In my opinion, is in the grassroots. Now we've yeah. got. Players supported by the PFA, UEFA, FIFA, the Premier League. At grassroots, that's where the problem is. And we talk about education. And I felt that when I went back to my first game as manager from being racially abused and players were starting to take the knee, I was thinking, are we going to get an email from the Lincolnshire FA saying that we're going to be taking the knee at our football game. Yeah. Now, some people may laugh at that, but I was thinking, oh, I thought it was all one game. Yeah. One message. Yeah, definitely. You know, if you're in grassroots, now don't get me wrong, I haven't been in youth coaching for two or three seasons now, but is it not all one game, all inclusive? Yeah, you know, that's it. Yeah, exactly that. That's so, the message that you get. So why is it at the top end of the game? But it's not in the grassroots because you're not going to educate these certain vile racist football fans that are in the terraces, i.e. on Sunday night. But you've got the opportunity of educating our youth. You can talk about it in school assembly. What about taking the knee as a seven-year-old, eight-year-old? And when they say, coach, why are we doing this? We're never used to before. We just used to show our, show our ID card before we kicked off. Now I show the ID card and I'm sat on one knee. And it's for social injustice. It's to prove to um, yeah, politics, the, the game, sport yeah. in general. You know. So would you, would you like to see that? Would you, is that something you'd like to see? That is, that is the first step of education because you yeah, then... No to your parents and when you want to start about um what will what's erupting is the fact that certain people don't like things the only people that don't like footballers taking the knee is racist people for 10 seconds we don't care in essence i'm just saying from somebody that doesn't care about racism just like people are ignorant when they talk about mental health if you've got the um, the, I'm trying to think what the armband was. No, that, really um, initial, racism. No, Is no, that? the armband for homo homophobia. Was it the goalkeeper? The, 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 yeah, 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 the, the, German, the German keeper, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, like for me, great. You're harming nobody, but you're making people aware. Mm -hmm. It's not political at all. It's no. not nothing to do with politics. It's it's all to do with what's happening in the world. Um, but you can't expect a player to donate 
20 grand of his wages into the community, but then you can't you can't allow him to stand on one knee and say, we just don't want to be racially abused anymore. But not only us as footballers, but in society, we're just making you aware that it's everywhere. And if your stats are right, Daryl, it's mm -hmm. growing. The stats are growing, not only in society, but in our sport alone, it's growing. Yeah. And yeah. now our players, you know, um, so I think that was here just to remind yeah. myself to just to say this, Colin Kaepernick got slaughtered, lost yeah. his career over standing, uh, kneeling on one knee. Mm. Now he's a hero. He had big balls, that guy did. But what the England players haven't done is taken the knee during the national anthem, have they? They've done it for 10 seconds prior to the kickoff. Not, mm. not, not in the national join the national anthem, but they're still wrong. So, being a, a black footballer, they're always going to be in a position where they're never ever mm. going to be able to win. You can raise 20 million pounds for school meals and not win, whether you've missed a penalty or not, it's irrelevant. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to be able to win. Raheem Sterling. He was bringing football home on his own. Let's be honest. I don't know one person during the Euros in the first two games, definitely. I didn't speak to one person that didn't say, get Harry Kane off the pitch. Mm, yeah. If that was Raheem Sterling, not only get him off the pitch, but send him home. But yeah. Raheem Sterling scores is a hero. But then all I heard was, "Want a great finish, though, was it? <laughs> was it the back of the net? But if it, was, if it was Kane that scores it, it's cool. Yeah, I, um, I, I've, I've had this myself, Alan, in, in as much as... So I have a difficult relationship with the England national team in following them. You know, like our family are Italian heritage. And so I follow, I've always followed the Italian national team. I have done for a long time. But the same people that will have a go at me for not following the English national team will tell me that I'm not English. I'm not British. I don't belong here. Do you know what I mean? I, so I have a difficult relationship trying to balance that with, well, and, and, I, and I sort of get how people will say like Raheem, like, how Raheem Sterling, we're using him as because we talk about him, has any pride pulling on that England shirt? I have no idea. I yeah, agree. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. And would you? Would you want? Yeah, but is he might as well have had the summer? He might as well have had the summer off, anti instead of putting himself through all that. That that's that's really how how low it will it it's going to get, isn't it? That's how that's how bad it's going to turn people I, completely away. I hope. I hope that black players boycott playing for England until the FA themselves, not the Prime Minister. No. Until the FA, because apparently it's the biggest one of the, is the FA not like the biggest organization that we know? And if you're into football, the FA is yeah. huge. Yeah. But yeah. What the FA? A statement. What does what's, what's a statement? Well, it's there's just nothing like you said. No substance there at all, is there? They don't. They've they, like you said. I like you going back to about the police. They they came and had the chat because they felt as if they had to do something on that night. It's the same thing. Release a statement with words. 
There's nothing else behind it. We are so against. We it's all great, well written, fantastic. Yeah, it's always oh, fantastic. You read it and you think, yeah. And what we're going to do about it? Nothing. <laughs> oh, is that? Oh, is that a granny falling over? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it, it is. It is like that, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, the, the the questions that I, that we we won't have the answers to is is what to what level of the punishment does it go? But something something serious has got to go i mean i know i know these guys and it just bringing up the estate agency thing because i believe one of them works at savills or he's had his he account hacked he did. Uh, you know, so it's a bit of an interest when i saw that i thought for fuck's sake and it was again going off on a bit of a tangent but it was um it was an idiot that got that chris witty in a headlock he was also an estate agent so you're thinking oh you're really not giving us all a bit you know putting us in great light here but uh, yeah i just i just think what 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 are we going to do what 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 is that punishment going to be that's going to make the world sit up and think, actually, fuck, we know it's Alan, wrong if we step out of line. Alan, going back to what happened to you, would you have, obviously knowing what you know now, would you have dealt with that differently now? Would you have punched him? That's what he wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I got abuse for not from, right. my, from my friends that I grew up with. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think that I'm past thinking that that just sol solves an issue. Um, Does that give them what they want? Does that give that you know, as in, they, they, have they won then with making you lose your head, snapping in a degree? Are they, is he? anyway? The thing is, you don't come out smelling the roses for not and and trying to go down the right route, is what I'm saying now. Yeah. So if I had the option to do it again. My satisfaction, bearing in mind, this guy's, I believe, he looks about 90, but he's probably, I think, late 50s, early 60s, okay? They're not going to send him to prison, are they? No, I mean... He's going to get a slap on his wrist, right? So, if the guy goes away with a bloody nose and his nose is over there for the rest of his life, and people say, what happened to your nose? I'd rather him live with that in one aspect because yeah, he's got yeah, to explain. Or he's got to lie and say, I had a tractor accident or I was in a car crash or something and that's why my nose yeah. is over there forever. But does that, that fuel more hate though? Because like I'll give you an example of this. I know somebody whose dad is racist, openly racist. And the the question as to why, why he is is because he got beat up by black youths as a kid and that's why that's why he's racist. Now that what a, what a ridiculous statement! Yeah, because you can't, you can't stigma, you know, put a stigma against all black people for for that. Of course, but some people will. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. So if you if Alan was to do that, does he then fuel him? But then not only him, his friends, his circle around him, or this is what happens. Black and it's black people being black people, right? Violent thugs. Yeah, and talking about violence, I went to the Black Lives Matter movement um, to the protests. And the, the reason it was by fluke, so I was going to see my friend in um, London, central London, is a solicitor, he's white, as posh as they come, and we went for a bike ride. And I was like, wow, where are we? He was like, oh, we're close to Hyde Park. Remember, it's the BLM um, march this weekend. We went, and it was the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. 
Um, so many different races. It was unreal. Yeah. Everyone stuck together. By the way, there was no violence when I was there whatsoever. Whatever was in the press was was such a, a deflection away from what happened that day. Yeah, because yeah, they don't they day, don't want it. They don't it protests in general they don't want, but that's just yeah, they, they, they're just they're just successful. trying to yeah. and I look around and went for all the I'm a black lad, you know, um I'm being stereotyped i looked around and was like it was a, it was another good check one of those moments in your life when you come away and go not everyone perceives you by the color of your skin yeah or by the way that you talk or by your haircut and i came away from there so more mature but you know when this was happening and people was messaging me it was friends family my mum was absolutely distraught my mum was like, if I didn't bring you into this world by mm. being black. Yeah, you yeah. would be subjected to that. Is and that then what you grandparents and my children. I've got, I've got neighbours. I've got friends. Yeah. I'm in high places, if you like. And I felt for them because they was hurting. Yeah, well, it's not nice, is it? Like you said, to, to see. Like, well, I think it's like you said, once it blows up into like i said it, 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 it's the fact that it's got to the magnitude that it did the awareness of it from how it went otherwise like i said how many i mean how many times has that happened to you before genuinely it's how it, it, and, and it's never it's never you know what i mean it's it's and i'm not like i said just for the record i ain't jumping on the bandwagon in any way here. i you are both my friend you know i've been marco's like a brother to me and we've been mates for god knows how long do you know what i mean it's just that was why i was keen to sit on it because we'd, we'd had a really good conversation about it and i asked alan a question marco and i my, my question was and, and alan alan will give you the answer here and now but i said to him i said you know this this taking the knee situation i said is it is it right to continue i said because is that causing more divide if you remember this question i said is that causing more divide now by these you know these tits that are booing it you know is does it need to, to stop and then like I said, then you hear Alan's side of it. Like I said, he went in the non-political for 10 seconds. All it is to say, and it's inclusive. We're all the same. You know, you can't, you can't separate us like this, you know, it, whatever, whatever the message you wanted to say. But, but that was, that, that's what made me want to get Alan on it is because that, that, that message, that question I asked him was, was that it's, is it right that they are taking the name? Is it, if it's causing more trouble, does that yeah i mean alan will answer that what was that what he told me it's only irritating racist people nobody else yeah. has got an issue we've seen and i didn't have an opinion on this by the way did i i did actually say to you i no, said no, you you I, I, just, I just said what's the what's what's the right thing what would you like to see what what would you want that's what i asked i want to see taking the knee in every sport because every sport is open to any race, male or female, any race. So my, my another question then, do you, do you think that people perceive that to be um, just literally attached to, as in Black Lives Matter, which is such a big movement, which came off the back of something else? Do you think that that's, do you think that's where the issue is? Do you I, think yeah, that they're I not... I can answer that, it, 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 just jumping in, is that that's the convenient excuse no, I know, I, this is why I'm asking. That's what I said. Yeah, I'm asking the question. So. Yeah. 
So, so but, but because I think they've been very clear that they, it's not linked to Black Lives Matter. Because look, we no. can all look at we can all look at the political dogma of Black Lives Matter, and we can you know defund the police. Like, who, nobody wants that. Like, who wants that? So no. you, at the core of what they stand for, I don't agree with. But what, the, what no, they're talking about, but what they're talking about is inclusion, equal yeah. rights. Treat, being treated equally, yeah, I can, education I can, I can with that. Yeah, I, I can, can go with that, and that's and and I think the England team, the Premier League teams, have all made a statement to say, this is what we're standing, this is what we're kneeling for. Yeah, but I'm just, and that's what I'm asking: is do you still think there is a high? Do you, do you think that is an excuse of people? Is that what they're hiding behind? Why they don't want it, yeah. or is there a general belief they're still thinking that that represents the Black Lives Matter? And they, like you said, they get to the core of what that stood for or some of the politics behind that movement or whatever words you want to use because they, they, they're booing for a reason i like I, I 10 seconds 10 seconds and it's just 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 to bring awareness mm. that, i that's... just wish that i would if i was in the stadium as a white person i'd have got on my knee in the terrace yeah, but I think that's a good. That's been good that the, the white players have done it as well. To prove a point, yes, and they they wasn't forced. And by the way, just because this is a, essentially a football topic this evening, Gareth Southgate needs a serious serious medal for what he did, and the naivety around um, I'll say now is beyond me. As a football coach, I looked at Gareth Southgate representing the FA. Prim and proper, let's be honest, is a prim and proper yeah, straight yeah. lace, isn't he? When when he gave it, it was like your head teacher um seeing him at his daughter's wedding and just when he went to the crowd, but it took him how many games? I can't remember if it's after the Germany game or Denmark when he just sort of let that had a bit of a release. And he's clever. He's clever. By him backing the knee, got England to the final. Because all the players, all the black players that was included in the squad needed his support. He not only as a leader did he show that support, that's how the team was cohesive. And yeah, that's why everything was inclusive. Because it was evident, he, wasn't it? That team morale and that, that togetherness yeah. was there. Yeah. So how do you think Raheem Sterling, just going back to him, how did he come off the back end of the season of not being so good? to be in our best performer, our best player. It's because his managers said, I'm backing you, not because of your ability, but for the person that you are running. Go out there, play for your country, give it everything. That's how Raheem was carrying us. In my, It's only my opinion for the first few games for, for sure. He ran his heart out for England. Every player did, to be honest. Every player did. Um, what else Gareth Southgate did? was made sure that those lads was not going to be bored all the way through camp, which must be, we've, we've got kids. I can't, you know, my task, kids yeah. how, how do you keep them interactive and not bored? That's how we got there. But also no one recognised what else he did. He got Chris Powell as a coach. So wherever they looked, it just wasn't full of white people around him. You yeah. got Chris Powell in as the older black man. Is Chris Powell probably touching 50, I think, I'm guessing, or maybe yeah, late yeah. 40? And they got yeah. experience. 
So the black players also had someone if they needed to go to talk to to him. Yeah, because they, they knew could see that divide, diversity, couldn't they? Yeah, fifty-one. But they also knew that something would happen during the tournament. Some racism at some point, or some bad comments would kick in. Gareth Southgate was an absolute genius, in my opinion. It's almost like you know when you sign a footballer and you think if I if I sign his mate. He's going to be more dedicated to the team, and he's also going to travel. Mark was the mate way, though. He was he was the one that they didn't, they didn't want. They signed him just to get me. Obviously, it was that way around. Let me just tell you, Alan. Just to, just to, just to, just to break this with a bit of a laugh. We ended up at Burton Park Wanderers once, the worst team ever to play in the UCL. Dad and Kettering, me and him. That's mm. that's what, how much of a package. Yeah, playing we've played. Then. We've played. Trust me, we only had about four or five games, but no, never again. But... I bet the money was good, wasn't it? it? Had to have been. Don't know about that. The nights out were. Yeah, the nights <laughs> out were good. <laughs> dear, oh dear. So yes, uh, I think Gareth did many, many things right, and that's how we got so far. So and... I'm going to bring up another topic in a minute, Alan, because you've just touched on it. So as as you know, and I'd rather not mention the club myself, but. Okay. So I'm I'm a well just moving to under 11s coach, a, a, a really big youth organisation in the area, um, and oh look at this! <laughs> Listen to him. He always has to get the forest jibes in there. Um, so there was an incident. I think I I think I've already spoke to you about this actually, where there was a, an under 15s game at the club, and you've heard of this. You have actually heard of this because you said you'd heard. Um, there was there was a a game where a black footballer is absolutely run right. He scored four goals. He's ripped the game to pieces. And after the game, the club that I'm attached to, albeit I said a lower age group, they've created a group on Snapchat. Okay. Again, going back to the social media thing, the whole team get added and they add just that one person from the other team. And they've absolutely gone to town on him. Right. Now that that story of this this youth club that I'm attached to w went pretty big, and obviously the FA come they did come straight in, and it was a case of look, pff, where's the policies? What what are you doing? And I honestly remember at, at, attending. I remember thinking it's too fucking late. Excuse my friend, but they they had like a crisis meeting like like literally this weekend. All the boards are got to be out. All the banners are got to be out. We're going everyone that's a coach has got to wear these t-shirts, and I'm thinking well. Now it's happened. How old are the kids, though, Daz? They were 15 years old, Marco. And in this group, and I haven't, I haven't seen the messages. I know what the, I know what the messages were and what emojis were used. There was no words, mm. just pictures. And the poor kids obviously destroyed. And obviously, I, 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 did you know how bad it was? The the football club, like I said, acted too late, in my opinion. But I, again, you can't control. I mean, these idiots. Again, these kids. But the whole team was banned and kicked out of the league suspended not allowed to sign for any other clubs i think it's a year is it a long i don't know whether you can't stop kids playing football but at the same time i think they should have been made to attend some kind of you know some kind of course education but my point only being again is it the club got a manager's meeting together after and then it became banners t-shirts <laughs> awareness it, 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 and I'm, I'm just thinking it's all too reactive that's what well, that's the problem it's, everything is reactive there is no education the education comes after the fact all the time it's like oh they've done this or oh, now wait maybe we should speak to them well, we'll speak to them anyway it's not this isn't an issue that's just just 
come out from under a rock? No, 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 no. I, 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 this this could be such a broader conversation, and it, it, you know, it's, it's not. I'm not smiling because this is. It's kind of funny. It's not funny, but a couple of weeks ago, you, uh, I would say two or three months ago, it must be at least now. Actually, I'm driving back from a game. My lad's in the back of the car. Right, he's nine at the minute, and um, there's a song on the on the radio, and it's a particular, and, and it's got a particular word in this song. And he's absolutely going to town, rapping this song out, and he drops in a, an N-word. And I'm, I'm having to sit there and say to him, you can't say that, mate. You can't say that. And he completely unwisened, Alan, and he, he didn't know. And he, to be honest, to this day, he's remembered that conversation. But again, probably a little bit. But I, I think that that's, that's something I would bring to the table, is saying, is that right that that word is used amongst people is that is that right can i ask that just to throw a bit of controversy in here because if that's in these songs and everything mate then you know my, my child's hearing that yes you could say you can shelter him and you can you can stop him from listening to them lyrics but he, he did not know what that word meant that that doesn't help the situation do you know what i mean i i i, I can't answer for alan but i think if, if you want people to stop using the word you've got to stop using them yourself yeah, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Do you not think you know? Again, maybe these rappers should be thinking that that that's a word that that is being used against us from white people, and it's it's a it's a vile word. But does that mean that they you know maybe a black person can call another black person that that that's my, my only little bit there because I've had to educate my son. That's one thing I've had to educate him on that that word is an absolute fucking no go. You do not use that word, even if you hear that in a song. And, you know, I've had to try and explain the best I can why that, that is a bad word. So that's that's something that I, again, I would like to see because I've, 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 I've done my part now. In that instance, I think I've educated him. I think mm. I've done the right thing. But I, I'm, I think that, you know, not 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 standing on the, the white side of the fence now or in any way. But I just think that them words need to be completely fucking kibosh, done, never used. And I don't disagree. But I take my daughter to um, gigs all over the country. So um, I don't know who the rapper was, but at the moment, UK rap has done so much for society. I can give you an example. I went to see Giggs, a rapper called Giggs, grime artist, massive in Nottingham. There was more white people in there than any other race. Bouncing, mosh pit. It was great to see. But never at one point did I think these white people shouldn't be listening to black music. It was great to see. Um, yeah. Then you got inclusion. I felt safe. Felt absolutely safe. As a black man, being at a gig felt absolutely safe. Does the word need to be used in music? No, because I don't understand the reason why that unless that it's a specific context if you're coming out with something that you that the lyrics are relating to a story i don't I know we're digressing what... off football mate i just i just wanted to know no, what your point of view was but also also i just wanted to say if i'm with myself bearing in mind most of my best best friends are white just saying not proud of that just uh, to say oh friends why <laughs> Um, but when I'm with my black friends and there isn't a white person in sight, or even if they are, we don't call each other the N-word, you know. Just in, for anybody watching this that wants a bit yeah, of education. No, and, and, I, and I don't know if that is a term, but I just... Table. And I'm just saying, we don't, we don't 
as a generalization we don't call it each other and constantly use it you know, i'm just sort of letting people know that uh, does it need to be in the context of a rap song no there's better lyrics out there and i don't yeah. think it has any substance in a rap song we're not 1980s but on another um side of it there's not many privileges you get by being black and what if you speak to some black people about it they will say the only privilege we have is we can call each other that word fair enough because it it goes back to our roots and we're no longer slaves and we're no longer um you know i always remember being in nottingham in clifton as a kid one of my black friends said i'll never work for the white man because it's a white man's world where did he get that from by the way we're about 12. home where's, where's he get that from did he did he make that up it's got to be home years old yeah it's got it's got it from home hasn't he yeah pre-program yeah and it's and that's the whole thing about education education isn't getting a guest speaker in to an assembly no. it, it starts at home and if it doesn't start at home you need to be taking it home that much that it's it's a it's a part of the syllabus it's part of culture it's part uh, of society if this sort of black lives matter protest is in london is that not the topic to speak about at least for an hour next week at, at school yeah yeah. That's a fair point. I mean, do 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 you honestly think though that as in so if I go back to like my nan's era and I've been to valuations in my job where I've sat on people older people's sofas and I have heard stuff, but I, I'm going to tell I tell you a story and it's not just it's not a, a as in a, a black racist story, but still I, I I've had I've had a, a vendor of, of age seventy five say to me, "Can you put in the brochure that I will not sell this to Eastern Europeans because I wouldn't do that to my neighbours." And do, do you not think that that age group, like I said, that 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 racism, of whatever, is, is already? Do you think you can't change him? No, no. Do you know what I mean? That you cannot change him. You, I've sat, stood there, and my, my my nan's come out with terminology. Bless her, she died in two thousand and nine, but she's come out with terminology in the past. And I've like I've been like fucking hell, nan, you can't say that. And she's like, oh, well, I, I don't mean it. <laughs> directly but that that's just what we said went back in my day which seems to be the perfect excuse to try and get away with it yeah, I, don't, I don't think i think it, I, I think it's very difficult to change somebody of age somebody who's a little bit older but what you do is you dilute it with the ages so yeah but do you like, think that's I, happening i'll give you an example i went i remember being 16 and i went to a girl's house girl i was dating white girl is this story all right for the rest of for this, this podcast? <laughs> it's my wife, nine. Coming up the full version. <laughs> my, my wife's in earshot, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carly. Um, yeah, so look, I, I went. I went to the house, mm -hmm. and before I got there, I've been dating this girl two, three months. And before I got there, literally walking in the door, she went, "Oh, can I just tell you something?" She went, "Just ignore my dad." Wow. And I went, wow. I went, what do you mean? She went, oh, he's he's a bit racist. <laughs> I was a 16-year-old walking into some man's house to date his daughter, who he can't, and he can't stand me. And But for why? Why can't he stand me? No, I don't why. get it. Mm. Why? I had some of this conversation with Aidy the other day. It's like, 
you, Daryl, could not like me and Alan, not because we've done anything wrong to you, your family, your career. You don't may not even know us, but just because you look at me and you look at us and you think, don't like brown people. What a stupid thing that is. And and that's that's where my naivety comes in because I, I don't I don't look at anybody like yourself. I, I've had I've done interviews for my job, and I think we've touched on this again, Alan. And you know, I've had black, white, all sorts, everything come through the door. And I I've looked at the person. Is that person good enough for this job? Do I like that person as in can they come and work for me? Can I work with them? I've never, and that's where my naivety is. And I think you know, that I've been educating myself that, 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 you know, like it's like to listen to your stories of, yeah, but we've put up with this from 11 years old, Marco, you know, as in what, what did you say they called you um, at, at that football club, beginning with the letter P? I mean, you know, that's the story. I and mean, we've been friends from, from probably you being, I would say I, I've known you from the age of about 14. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's the first time I've ever, ever heard that story, but, yeah, I, I think, like I said, I think there is, and that is genuine naivety, Alan. It's not the fact that I've turned a blind eye because I tell you now, I, I I've played, I've played on football pitches, and I've heard it. I have heard it, and I've been the first one to fucking go flying in. That's only because I'm a bit hard headed, but you know what I mean. I'm like, you know, you, you know, it's it's shouldn't ever be that. Um, and it, it, because if a black player reacted, it should be the bigger man and walk away, right? I, I, and I get that point, and this is this this is why the conversation's good because for years, like I just thinking, ah, yeah, I can see, yeah, the, the, it's just called cool, Dan. He's he's not reacted to it when actually, probably should have done. Yeah, and Sorry. I was just to say, going back to the age thing. So obviously, this guy that's um, our customers old um, that racially abused me. I can't say that it's just a generational thing; it's an age thing because. My nan and granddad sort of brought me up alongside my mum and stepdad, and they was white. Granddad, white Scottish, uh, Scottish, from Fife. I used to come on holiday to Mablethorpe and Skegness with me and my sister, me and my big afro, and <laughs> with a white lady and a white Scottish man. How, when I look back now, how brave. Yeah, yeah, well, fucking, that's absolutely a, a massive fair point. So when we're talking about generational age, God bless his soul, I won't mention him, but I'm sure his grandson or son-in-law will probably watch this as we share this podcast. One of the richest men in the whole of Boston, who probably owns, I'm guessing, majority of the land that you see in Boston, employed me as a property consultant. Mm -hmm. And when we used to meet with him, we'd only meet at around 12.30. Why? Because he used to have a lady come in to cook his, his meals. And we could only meet in his house where we was eating together. Now, that guy passed away, I think, last year or the year before. And I'm, I think he must have been in, into his 80s. A farmer from Lincolnshire that probably yeah. never, I don't know, that probably never travelled out of Lincolnshire that, that much because his, his work was solely in farming. So when people say this to me, I'm a bit like, no, that's wrong. 
Um, and we all know, Daz, of the people that we sold houses for or to. I've sold houses to lovely, lovely, lovely white elderly couples. Mm -hmm. They've never had a problem with me, never made me feel Never judged, yeah. No, but they, they, and to the point where I still speak, I speak to one couple that they, they live down south in Southampton. I speak to them probably once every six months just to check in. Beautiful yeah. people. Um, so I just think it's whether you want to be racist. You know if you're racist or not. You know. It's yeah. not, oh, well, my dad told me when I was brought up in the 30s that this is no, how it was. And this is acceptable. You, you, mm. you know if you're going to call someone the N-word or call them a wog like the guy did to me. You know whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. Now, some of these kids today don't know whether things are right or wrong because we're living in a modern world and it takes parents to stand up and educate our own kids. Um, mm. And schools are not going to take it on board. The FA are not introducing this is into football clubs as mandatory, but you'll have to get a safeguarder for that football club. All coaches and volunteers have to do a CRB, but they don't have to do a specific course just around diversity, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, in and inclusion. Equality, yeah, everything, yeah. You know, so, um, but, they all, but they all have the policies. They all have to put the policies on the website. Well, we, we, How we, many we've people? Policy. We signed yeah, an IT policy at work, haven't we? And um, and still emailed um, probably stuff that you shouldn't email. It's all it's all a little. Yes, I've received it. Tick box. Yeah, tick box yes. exercise. Exactly that. That's what I said. It's on every website. It's on every website. It's on on my contract of employment. But nothing's ever drawn, I suppose, to you know a, a big um, you know attention to it. Speaking speaking of policy, and. I'll ask this because a good 60% of the people that are on our our page, our podcast, are from the United States, so probably a little bit more relevant. <clears throat> and still football, but their type of football. <laughs> the Rooney rule, what do you make of that? Do you know about that, the Rooney rule? No. I do, yes. Yeah. So basically, Darryl, they have to they have to interview a certain percentage of black people for every job that is available out there. Yeah. What do we make? Because because you hear you hear. Uh, I don't know if you, Alan, have you heard Sol Campbell talking on the issue of black football yeah. managers in the uh, UK, okay. and they are massively, massively underrepresented. I I I, I, I get this, and but the point the the only thing that I would want to 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 raise makes me then sound like then I'm coming from a white angle. So I'm a, I'm a bit wanting to tiptoe around there. There was an article that I was reading coming away from American football slightly back into English rugby. Now, what they were saying is, is there is nobody kind of any minority in any form in the, the pyramid, the structure of the English rugby, you know, their equivalent of whatever the, the FA, I don't care because I don't like rugby, but um, so I, so it's not that I don't care. Sorry. I don't know enough about it because I don't know how the structure it, but 82% of the English rugby squad were of, you know, black, coloured, whatever word you want to use. Whatever, yeah, you know, that's... As so high as 80%? That, that's what they said. In, in the last okay. tournament, yeah, it was, it was crazy. In the squad wow. that was selected, it was such a high percentage. Why, why, were, why, were the, why were those black players selected? Why were they selected for England for the country? 
They weren't, weren't, it wasn't about race there. Why were they selected for the country? The best, the best at because what they, they were the best at what they do. And my, my only view about when they were looking about restructuring behind the scenes is shouldn't be just a white person that gets it. And it shouldn't just be a black person because that's when you're making it about the color of the skin saying you have only got this job because you are black or white. It's just got to be the best person for the job. That's what I think. But I think there has to be, like I said, there's got to be some diversity in there somewhere. It can't be all black and it can't be all white. But at the same time, I don't think the topic, you can't just say you're going to get this job because I think that creates problems in itself. But I think I, I, I get what you're saying there. But I think the, the 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 argument for black people on this issue is that they're not even getting in the room. For any yeah, there was there was a there was a massive article on this as well about about four or five years ago, and they're on about Asian footballers, and, and they were saying about that no Asians get to represent England. Did you ever see that? I mean, as, as another coach, Alan, I don't know if you ever saw it. They were saying about Asian footballers, for, you know, from the likes of I, I don't know, with certain parts of the UK. Um, they were saying that, you're looking uh, Pakistani, Indian, Asians. Yeah, or, that, that, or, that, that, they were looking yeah. at that, and the reality was the FA just came out, and or it's, the England manager's not picking because they're simply just not good enough. Was that the case? I, I I don't know, but I mean, if I if I, I look at a lot of the Premier League squads now, and I think that like so they're quite diverse. Some some squads are. Is, is that is that is that a cultural thing though, Daryl? And I don't know the answer to this, but I, I had two two years where I was involved in kids co- kids coaching. At, I think they were eleven and thirteen. The two years I had, and there was a couple of Asian kids that would come to training, mm-hmm. uh, but they weren't allowed to play at the weekend because they had to go to mosque or they had to do something yeah. with the family. They just weren't allowed to. They just weren't allowed to play. So is that is that a cultural thing as to why they're then not rather than not the, being, I, rather I, than I, an inclusive thing? I, I'm, I'm not again i'm not sure but that that was the the article was is that they they were obviously the the asian community in particular was saying why is it why are asian footballers not being selected um you know to play for i mean there's especially when you look through could you name can you name one that that's that's what i'm thinking that that's what i'm thinking now i can't think of anybody off the top of my head, Alan, who who, who you think? I mean, I, I wouldn't want to even suggest a name that might not be fall into into that category. Um, but I, 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 again, there's got to be some there's got to be some hidden talent out there. But is it is it the fact? Is that argument there? And I said I have no I have no view or agenda on this, not as a white man or any kind of colour. But I'm just saying, is is it is it right saying? <sighs> 33% of the squad needs to be white. 33% needs to be black. 30 No. no. I, that that's what that's my only argument. My argument is is the best player should be picked, the best manager for the job, the best man for the role. But the best players do get picked. That that is a fact, right? The best players do get picked. And you look at we, you know, we were only was it a week ago we were celebrating the diversity of the England team. 8 of the 11 had parents or grandparents that weren't born in the UK. Brilliant, amazing. They go and lose and then that's a bad thing. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I see I see that. I had friends I had friends messaging me going a Jamaican won won the game today. Mm. When Raheem Sterling was it one new? Was it Croatia or Czech Republic? Yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm um, going back to the to what you were saying, Mark, about the the Rooney rule. Is black people, even in American football, never getting the opportunity? Yeah. But they're a superstar on the pitch, 
and they never get the opportunity, even as a coaching capacity. It wasn't necessarily the, the manager. Yeah. Are you telling me that um, I can only discuss football is, is in soccer? And all I can say is we've had some iconic footballers in the Premier League to play for every, probably every club's got a black superstar, past or present. And they'll never get into the boardroom even. So not even as a coach. And I can only imagine from watching all the movies that we watch, in America, I think it was a case of a white man doesn't want to potentially be told from a black man in the boardroom which players were signing. Yeah, exactly. What we're doing, how we're going to roll, making key decisions, and it's coming from a Negro. That's how it is. You've brought me on here to be uh, well, honest. No, I, no, no, no. There's yeah. no holes barred. Say what, say what you feel. Now, right, Daz. Here's a good one for you, my friend. You, you've been giving me some questions. Can I ask you one? I don't know. Go on. Just, just to flip it. Yeah. Okay. Go I'm, I'm. This is just. A, I'm playing with you, but name me your forest hero. That has nothing to that. My forest hero is the man that's up until my right hand side with the signed English. Well, it can't be Brian Clough. It was it's Stuart, Pierce. It's Stuart Pierce. Yeah. Stuart Pierce is my it. hero. I know it is because you ask any forest fan, proper forest fan, it, there's only one that you remember. Psycho. No, but they, but yeah, but if you ask me for the next one, mine would be Stan Collymore, funny enough. That is genuine. Okay. So if it's not yours, who would you say the majority of people, if he was in Nottingham, and you had a thousand Forest fans, and probably all would you would you agree they would all say Stuart Pierce, give him the yeah, job. But I, I think that again, it, I know with, again my, my dad's my dad's generation would have said, I don't know, Robbo or somebody like that. You know, they, they'd pick it up. Yeah. But you know, I get yeah. the point. So in our in our era, who do you think a guess would be what pe who people would then say as number two legend in the late 80s, early 90s, who would be the next superstar for Forrest that you would say, give him the job because of his playing experience and how good he was as a player, like we did with Stuart Pearce. I say we, as a Nottingham lad, I don't support Forrest, but that's for another matter when you can banter me on another podcast. <laughs> who do you think would be second in line as, as, a, as, a, as a footballer ability for Nottingham Forest? That's going to get the job. Uh, well, we've had they've they they. I, I suppose I'm being influenced a little bit by the people they have picked in the past, like the the old. No, but it's, it's, it's yeah. never got picked. Come on. In my opinion, there's only one other player that is on Stuart Pierce's level. Are you, are, you, are you talking about you going on the lines of Roy Keane or somebody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, those sort of yeah, exactly that level. So I I would say that there's only one other man made for the club, and you'll never ever beat him. That's super right. Walker. Right. Exactly. So for the for the people that are watching this, I'm sorry that we just spent two minutes on, on this <laughs> part. But it's a key it's a key point. It's a key point. Stuart Pierce, absolute Nottingham Forest legend. From the whole history of the football club. Didn't do so well as manager, but he's always welcome back. Yeah. No matter how bad he did, he will always be a legend. Second behind him, you'll never beat Des Walker. Played for England, did fantastic in 1990, if I remember right. Came off um, his arse, loved, loved the, the best shield. members ever, probably yeah. to, to have played the game. In, once again, only my opinion, but I'm sure lots of people back me up. How come Des Walker's never been 
a coach. He has been a coach director. at Forest. He has been a coach at Forest. Sorry, he has about, a coach. But I'm, youth I'm talking manager. I'm yeah, talking yeah, of any kind of yeah, of any kind of really big serious standing. Stuart Pearce got the job. Now, if Des Walker goes into an interview to another football club on his What's resume, he's experienced yeah. of playing international with some of the best England footballers that we ever had, Gary Lineker, Gascoigne. I'm trying to think in that era who else was how does he not get a chance? Well, yeah, not think... even an interview, not an in, not even not but does, even. But does that does that necessarily mean? Does it mean that I mean you could look at Arsene Wenger was a fucking terrible footballer, but was a great manager. Does it mean that because you've been a really good, I, I get that. He should be involved in some standing within that football club because he is a fucking legend. Des Walker is an absolute legend. But does it mean that because he's been a great footballer and he's been there and done it and got the T-shirt, does it mean it's certain players go into punditry? Do, do, you, do you see what I mean? Some of them, they're just not cut out of All management. Right. Daz, let's look at it. Look at it from three players that played at the same level at the same era. Okay. I feel like I, this is like question me. It's like an evening with Daz, this that. <laughs> Frank, Frank Lampard, yeah, no experience in in as a manager, got the Derby job. Yep. Steven Gerrard, yeah, no experience as a manager, gets the Rangers. Not even as a under twenty ones manager, yep. no experience. Rangers job. Wayne Rooney, no. Saul Campbell, Saul yeah. Campbell, Colchester. Yeah. But okay, so there's there's a lot of other issues that Sol Campbell supposedly had off the field, isn't there? He's supposed to have had a bit of a bit of a breakdown, and which I'm not, you know, not going to draw attention to. But is he is he rebuilding? Because I think he is a good manager. I don't know why he's probably not been at the. Look, I, I so he do anything in Colchester? Do he do anything that's happened? Yeah, but well, again, I, yeah. I'm just okay, saying, I like, um, all we want is to get the opportunity to to sit in front of owners and voice our opinions on how the game's um, perceived, how they think they can bring their value, how they can also, like Les Ferdinand's massive at QPR now, isn't he? Yeah. But yeah. if you look at QPR's yeah, fan role. base, their fan base is so diverse now. Not only yeah. for the community work that they do, but they're embracing so that they've just got different um, nationalities and colours within their football club. And unfortunately, we won't see that in the top clubs, unfortunately. But um, you might do, because I, I generally remember that there's the, there is a, the, the lyrics of the two-pack song. They said they'd never see a black president. That's his, that was the words. Yeah, it gave us and, hope. And we did. And I tell you hope. what, he was probably the fucking best. And that had nothing to do with the fact that he was black, white, green, orange or anything. He was just generally probably one of the most like you know normal human in touch with everything wasn't i mean to, to think of the two contrasts from what from him leaving office to to that who is a fucking pleb it going in and go back to go back to football is there's nothing worse as a black man going to watch a game of football on standby thinking Something's going to be said to the the black player that all of a sudden is is Bukayo Saka skinning people alive, whipping balls in, mm. scoring goals. Then all of a sudden he has a bad touch, he has an off an off day. Mm. Yeah. 
No, I, 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 I get yeah. it. And there's also going back to the football thing. You've got the. Can you remember the Ron Atkinson comments? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. To Alan's point is that the point about going and watching that is you're not only going and watching that and thinking, I'm going to hear that. You're going and thinking, I'm going to have to say something about that. I'm going to yeah, have or, to. Or you might have that. to. Yeah. You're going yeah. pre planned thinking. Like you said, it's just an, an inevitable thing. Like it, it's. It, it, it is like I said. I, I I don't want to sit here as 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 the white man. I, I don't because you're like literally, generally two of my best friends. G generally, I mean, Alan will tell you he comes into my office and I'm like, I, I want him to come and work for me with me. Do I not? Do you know what I mean? So, so like I said, this is where the naivety is because I, I I don't I've not seen that world and just listening to your stories and then you've all got the points. Like I said, I'm not here to argue what experiences you've had because to be honest. Like I said, Mar Marco Moore. I've been, we've been fucking everywhere together. God, we've been, we've been like the best of friends for twenty years, whatever. Do you know what I mean? And it's, I, I, I I'm not, I'm not aware of, I'm not, you know, not that I'm saying I'm not seeing it, but all I would know is if anybody, if I was with Marco or with you, and somebody said something in a racial context to you guys, I, I, you, you wouldn't have to do you, you, I would be before you two, as my, you know, as my friends. Do you know what I mean? I would never stand for that. No one would ever do that. I've been in that situation hundreds of times with my white friends and there's nothing worse when you're in that position and your friends are in that position with you. What do you say, Nazan, you feel alone or you don't like them being put in that position? <clears throat> I don't want them to be put in that position. Mm. It shouldn't be a case of choosing sides. It's just fucking right, right, well, wrong, I'm, wrong. I'm there. If I was with you, if I'm, if I'm with you, and I get that racial abuse. The first thing I'm not thinking about is me. I'm just thinking, he's with me. Daz is now going to see this is. Yeah, that's that's really sad that. though. That's he really sad because I that's that's a story that I'm again or you know a, 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 a paradigm. I'm just not. I don't know. I, I would never think if I was with you, I, I my my first reaction would be. Not would not to just defend you, but just the fact in, in the fact that it's just right's right and wrong's wrong, mate. I would I would just I would go. I would just go off. I would I won't want you to think that. Do you know what I mean? And I know we're going off topic of football, yeah, but uh, it's like when I'm a football coach and you just think you're having banter. Happens. You're on the sideline. I don't know. You have a bit of banter with the with the manager or the management either side, and you're just thinking, what are you going to do actually if they give you some racial abuse? You're in the moment, let's say. Let's give it to that excuse. You're in the moment. Everything's getting heated. Is it really getting that heated to where you've got to be racially abused? I hope not. No. Um, because it happens every week. Would you say most games that normally there's, mm. there's words said between management yeah. at some point? Um, and you're just hoping that it's not. But I don't know if I'd have took my players off the pitch. In, because in, I know. If a player was, if one of my players was racially abused, or I was, I genuinely would be stuck at that time. Because what, what, the what's the right was, course of action to take? Initially, I'd say, yeah, walk off. But then you've got to justify walking off. You've got people saying, "Well, they, 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 they've won." It's only yeah. banter. Yeah, at the moment, sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. Um, you're representing a club, 
you then have to replay that game probably or if you're losing and you get given the points oh that's why i brought them off because i was losing now they're going to get the points and we're going to get a fine or yeah, yeah no, losing and get to replay the fixture now yeah i get your point or, or you yeah. don't get to play the, re the fixture we get the three points and they get deducted six or something like that because they've been found guilty um but the fa the the local fa's are not equipped let re let me repeat they are not equipped to know how to deal with these scenarios and what systems and processes or finances in place to 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 have the right mechanisms there to deal with it what 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 is it that you well there's there's no one when i when um i speak to the lincolnshire fa no one knew what to do so here's a question for you would you say like appointing an alan ross for lincolnshire fa for black footballers to come to to say, listen, this this is this is fucking happening, and is that is that what you think? Does it is that what it needs? It does. And the, the, your question now looks staged. And the reason why, pal, is when it, this had happened, my, my question. Was, yeah, 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 yeah. Which question? Sorry, which which question was um, staged? Does it need an Alan Ross to be working with my local FA to assist them, and you know, like a Troy Townsend, to be able to speak to that person at grassroots? Them. Yeah. 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 Sorry, and I thought you were questioning my question. I see what you're saying. It looks no, like I'm plugging it, you. It, yeah. It, it looks staged because I felt as though maybe I handled everything wrong by reporting racism to the police. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. Now, all of a sudden, and when I was interrogated, I was just thinking, this is completely the wrong thing to have done out. I then emailed Pinchbeck United. And the FA saying, we'll talk about education. This is a prime example where clubs need to understand the hurt that racism brings. Not to me, my family, or my kids, what my wife must have felt, all my friends and my family that are close to me, and further afield friends, and the bigger impact that it has. So I've emailed, and did you know, didn't barely get a response from my local FA at all. Yeah, that's saying, disgusting. I, I, I think there's a, I I'm think there's a space. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, I know. You don't I'm, want the I'm money or anything to do with that. Yeah, I could come in and I've done lots of public speaking throughout throughout my job. I go speak to the clubs. I put on a workshop of just uh, even being a guest. You're saying this is the hurt that racism brings. Could we at least think about what we're gonna? be teaching our kids as football coaches and as a FA how this impacts you so much. But if we want to report these things, then what happens? Yeah, you don't I, I, yeah. criminal for reporting being so you would you would you would like so you would see that role going in and in implementing like I said like a system and a process of reporting how it's dealt with, how it's investigated, making sure that it was fair and a true reflection about what's happened and and like i said seeing getting that as presenting that and then saying to the fa right this has happened yes Did and you... and and that family having someone support mechanism yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 no that's that i think that's it well, I, offered that. I offered that and it fell on deaf ears yeah and you just think 
Because do you, again, do you think I, it's them? It's because uh, uh, is it an old boys club? And I, I don't know anybody at Links FA or anything else. Is it an old boys club that that are just thinking half? We've football's been football for fucking 200, 300, 400 years, and oh, just head that like ostrich. Put your head in the fucking sand and let's just wait till this guy blows over. Daryl, it comes to the point though, doesn't it, that we talked about 20 minutes ago where we're saying that culturally people of an older generation found it a little bit more acceptable to say these kind of things. These no, are the I'm kind not of, saying, yeah, I'm just saying football thing, in general. You know, but, what, but what I'm saying is these people are in the boardrooms of Lynx FA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I when, when the likes of Alan or whoever are bringing these things to their attention. Their table. So what they're doing is they're going, oh, let's tick this box. We've done the diversity training. We've got the policies in place. Yeah. We've done, well, this is how we deal with it. Let's and then move on. Yeah. 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 No, so it's wrong, wrong on every level. I've even got it upstairs in my office. Um, I played, uh, I think it was 14 competitive games for Lynx FA. So back then, if you think 14 games when you only played normally around four to five league games at best in a season. Yeah. yeah. And I got to the semi-finals of the National Cup with them. And I was adored by the the old boys brigade, as, as you said, Daz. I was well respected. My parents came to watch me all over the country and they was well looked after when they watched me play because they knew they was travelling from Nottingham to come to watch me. And I just thought, even as an ex-player representing Lynx FA, yeah. but you know, one of the one of the things that one of them said to me, that one of the delegates said, you want to be proud of yourself today, son. I went, oh, thank you. He went, no, you want to be proud of yourself today. And I went, oh, thank you. He went, you know why don't you? And I said because we won and played we well. Next <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I played well. Went, you're the first ever black player to captain RFA. Mm. True story. Mm. Now at the yeah. time, I'm 17. I'm proud, by the way. Yeah. Like Paul Ince was Paul Ince branded as the first England captain? I think wasn't he? Not sure. I, remember, I think he was. On, on his resume, he's one of the first black. I, I think. I think Paulins, if I remember right, is the first black England captain. So I, initially, I'm coming away feeling, feeling proud of that. When I told my mum, I'm the first black lad to captain, captain Link, Link's the thing. Paulins, yeah, ninety three. Ninety three, Paulins. Mm. Um, can I can I just say one thing? You should you say you got to the semi final, Alan? Oh, there we go. I can see the banter in your eyes. Yeah, but <laughs> I bet, listen, I bet you Who two, you if you got 14 caps. I played for Links of Fame myself. Yeah, but you ain't got yeah. a cap. We won it. got the caps to prove it. I've got a cap. I've got I've my got cap a... upstairs. Have you got a cap? Marco, yeah. have you got a cap? I haven't got my cap. <laughs> uh, there you go then. Green yeah. cap. Green cap all the way. 10 games or more. To qualify, yeah, yeah, it was ten games or more, wasn't it? Definitely played more than ten games as well. You ain't, so I'm about that. You ain't, you ain't played. Oh, we don't, we don't class all the trial games <laughs> at, at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what we're saying is, if we ever do, like, if we ever have a proper get together, a proper podcast, Alan, where you cap, mate? Let's walk in. With will, mate. Will, mate. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, boys. I'm conscious of the time because we've been, we've been an hour and forty minutes. All I'd ask, Alan, and you're not going to know the answer to this, and I, I, I'm, I'm conscious of that. But what, do you, what, what can we do? Like, what, what needs to happen? Positive steps moving forward. 
in society or football? Football. football. Let's stick to football. In football, it's got to come from the grassroots. It's got to come from school football. It's got to come from our local FAs, believing in it. And not just a campaign one day to the next, every three months. It's, it's anti-racism day. It's got to be in people's faces. It's got to be publicly out there that it's yeah. unacceptable. And I think yeah. that's the first start. Coaches going on to, even if it's only e-learning, and they go on a course and they understand what the difference between so-called banter and racism is. Yeah. I think that there needs to be some sort of flag, like um, when you are, um, what do they call it? When you're um, a charter standard way, yeah. club. Yeah. If you're a charter standard club, you normally that you used to sing and dance about that. And you used to sometimes even have a charter standard badge on the side of your kit. Yeah. I don't know. If you're yeah, it's still going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if you if you had a badge saying we are anti-racist club? Again, that goes back to that, that point about the club that I'm attached to. It was too late. Do you know what I mean? It's it needs yeah, to be done yeah. now. They could they could have sent a message and set a precedent and said we're the first club to do this. And we're gonna stick, and it doesn't matter whether it's said in jest, it's absolutely you, you're out of this football club, you'll never yeah, play zero tolerance, yeah. Zero tolerance, whether it's parents, whether it's in a, uh, on Snapchat, whether it's in a, in a WhatsApp group, it doesn't matter. And I think when clubs start to uh, educate our kids, we've, we've got we've got a chance of moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah for me. Agreed. Agree. Well, listen, I've thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. I hope hopefully the people that have listened and tuned in as it's been as it's been going on have, and hopefully somebody's learned something or at least at least not be educated but it's been addressed uh, yeah or just i didn't i didn't think about that maybe now i'm going to think about it i think is is a is a positive a positive to take from it Agreed. and hopefully you'll understand that black people once or twice or more times will feel like it's a crime yeah. just because of the color of your skin and all we want is people to love us like a white person would love a white person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, a good way to end it, I think. Nothing to say from my friends. Thank, no. thank you for inviting me on, Marco. Really appreciate it. No. Good to see you, mate. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure.